What's up? It's your girl here, Maya Sanita, and welcome to the Refine Nation Station. Hey, listen, my mission is to inspire others as they are refined in Christ. Stay tuned. Let's have a great time. Yeah. What's up, Refine Nationers? Welcome back to Refine Nation Station, the podcast. Our topic today is titled, So the Church Doors Are Open, But Where Are the People? But before we get started, let's go ahead and press subscribe, follow, be sure to share it with a friend, your neighbor, your coworker, a family member, and whoever else you can think of as we go ahead and get started. Listen, we are going to get into the nitty and into the gritty of this topic today. So prepare your hearts accordingly. <laughs> The other day I was talking to a friend of mine and we began discussing how many of us that kind of grew up on the church scene for a while aren't as interested in going to church to receive an encouraging word or like a hype me up past a message. Like we don't really need that anymore. We appreciate it, but it does seem like more and more people are looking for a deeper revelation of who God is and how we as Christians are to really move with the power and with the authority that Christ has given us. Hence the sudden growth in like social media prophets. Like, have you guys seen is crazy out there. However, it does seem as though there are a group of believers that are in need of another level beyond that of what a traditional service might be. It got me kind of thinking about the question of what percentage of Christians currently attend church in America, especially since the pandemic began. I kind of think it's safe to say that at least each one of us has encountered in some capacity our faith being tested. And so some of us have chosen, you know, no longer to walk with the Lord. And some of us have kind of put the Lord on hold. And then there's some of us who are like on fire for Christ and is like surrendered our lives to Christ. Everybody has kind of like moved a little bit, but I don't think anybody is the same since the pandemic. According to a survey done in 2021, it says that 22% of Americans attend church every week. I kind of think that's kind of high. I feel like it's lower now, but you guys let me know. And those of us who have identified as Christians have fallen from a 78 percentile to 63 percent. Fam, we got work to do. Let's go refine nationers. So let's think about this. How do we as a body of Christ continue to grow and function in the things of the Lord and continue his work if we're not connected to one another, like we're not assembling the way we should be? How do we go past where we are? When you think of your actual body, if one part hurts, it kind of takes a moment for your body to recalibrate itself so that you can move forward. I mean, it may work for a little bit and, you know, you're able to do something at some capacity, but it's a little bit disabled or a little bit dysfunction for the moment, right? Okay, example. Like when you get up in the middle of the night to get like a drink of water, but then you stub your little baby toe on the side of the bed or on the table. I mean, it takes you a moment to gather your thoughts for you to even move again. I mean, your nerves start moving. You got blood rushing to that spot. I mean, you're doing whatever you have to do. If you're me, you're grabbing a hold of something, you know, and you might even see that little white flashy light in while you close your eyes trying to get rid of the pain. You yell, you're like, ouch, you know, there's all sorts of stuff happening. But in the meanwhile, you just wanted a glass of water. You just wanted your body to get quenched, but you have a slight disruption due to the pain. So what am I trying to say? What I'm saying is, even if you have been in pain, I'm saying you 
are important in the body of Christ. And every part of the body counts, no matter how big or small. And if you have been hurt in some way, then we as the church need to do a better job. And we as the body of Christ need to do a better job of making sure that that very part that was hurting in your life has an opportunity to heal as you were needed to move forward in the kingdom of God healed and whole. Somebody say amen. I'll say it. Amen. Let's talk about one of the primary reasons a believer of Christ may not go to church. Of course, we already kind of tapped in on it. It is definitely church hurt. I have met so many people over the years when asked why they no longer go to church. So many of them say, listen, it's just because they got hurt in some capacity. They got hurt by someone. They love Jesus, but They just don't need to attend church or become a member of a church. Now, I know from experience that church hurt is a real thing. And if um, you have gone through that, I definitely understand and my heart goes out towards you. But let's think about this. It can take a moment to be healed. It can take a moment for you to be delivered from that time frame. And you might have to take some time off or have some counseling or or something, you know, instead of just harboring it and holding it all in. I would definitely look into that. Some of some people even say that it's like a form of abuse. I mean, here you are excited about the things of God to the point that you actually joined a specific church. And because you love the Lord and desire to know more about him and about his people, you then open up your heart to like accept what's happening at that time only to get hurt along the way. I understand. It's a fear. It's something that you never want to have to deal with again. I totally get it. And and you, you say, I'd rather not be bothered. I totally get it. But is that the right thing to do? Like somebody has definitely done something wrong to you. But was that the right thing to do to cut off the church all the way? Like if you got hurt at your job, wouldn't you just like try to find a new job or go to HR or something of that matter? It wouldn't just be a cut it off forever. You would try to kind of work through it. But for whatever reason, when it comes to the church, it's not the same. If you go to a grocery store and the grocery store was not up to par, it just something somebody did something that hurt your feelings, you might stop going to that particular grocery store, but you're not going to go stop buying food. You're going to get food from somewhere else. You're going to go find another resource or another source. And so quickly people have gone to church and, and they get into these situations where unfortunately they got hurt and now they never want to go to church again. They don't want to go to anybody's church. And I just encourage you to pray about it, you know, for the next steps, because God does desire you to be um, in fellowship with other saints and other believers so his body can be whole, so that Jesus's body can be whole. Because you know what? Jesus is not an amputee. He definitely has a whole body and he definitely wants to use you. So I encourage you to take a moment and think about that. I also thought about like back in the day when people were like back in the medieval times and the church building was like open all the time. We would see that people would actually run into the building and run into the the church saying sanctuary in order to escape death. And it was sort of like parallels to what the church is today. The church should be a place where we come and those who are lost or broken or wanting a new beginnings can find a refuge, can find a new beginning can find safety but unfortunately people are human and that's not always the case so let's talk about the obvious let's talk about the scripture here hebrews 10 25 
everybody says it, like everybody says it. And they're talking about assembling ourselves. So it says, and let us consider one another in order to stir up love and good works, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as it is the manner of some, but exhorting one another and so much more as you see the day approaching. Now, what day are we talking about? Let's talk about that. Now, y'all know Jesus is coming. I do believe that's the day in which we're talking about. So it would seem that assembling ourselves is a benefit when assembled with a local or Christian organization that follows the blueprint of the scripture. Let's begin stirring up love and serving at our church and serving and loving one another. That seems to be important to God. And if it's important to God, then it should be important to us. So the next time you're at church or even around your brother or sister in Christ, can we just say something nice to them? Like, I believe in you, or maybe we can take time for them and stop and pray with them, agree together for breakthrough in their life, something. I mean, like for real, you can do it. I believe in you. Let's all do it together. We got to do better, Refine Nationers. All right, so let's talk about what we began talking about previously, about going to another level, a deeper level. Perhaps the reason why so many people no longer are interested in committing their time to a local church, maybe they have become disengaged due to boredom. Maybe they're being lulled to sleep within the church. But then I really started thinking about this. Is this the church's fault? Like the actual building, the actual organization? Is it really their fault? I'm coming to the conclusion that it's not their fault. You know why? Like your pastors or your apostles, like it's not their fault. You're bored. Let's think about this. The real question that we need to ask ourselves is, well, how much time have you spent praying for your leader so that they can be more of a, an assistance in serving you in that capacity? And then if you have trusted God to connect you to them, why are you then doubting and, and saying, I don't know if I'm still supposed to go to this church due to boredom. I mean, like if you need a meteor message, then what's being served before you get to church, do your spirit a favor, eat before you come. What does that mean? Pray more, seek God more, read your Bible more before you come. Then when you get there, you won't be trying to suck up all the meat and all the milk that perhaps someone else was supposed to drink. Ooh, that one hurt. It got me too. You can assist in a way that is more mature and useful to help equip the body of Christ. Oh boy, I said something. I'm going to get off of it. But listen, the truth shall set you free. And I tell you what, thank God for Jesus because he set you free. So listen, it says in 1 Corinthians 3 verse 2, I fed you with milk and not with solid food, for until now you were not able to receive it. And even now you are still not able. And I I, brethren, could not speak to you as the spiritual people, but as to carnal, as to babes in Christ. I fed you with milk and not with a lot of solid food. For until now, you were not able to receive it. And even now, you're still not able. For you are still carnal. I'm sorry. It also says, for there are envy and strife and divisions among you. It says, are you not carnal and behaving like mere men? For when one says, I am of Paul and another of Apollos, are you not carnal? In other words, in 
other words. We're paying so much attention to like what's happening physically and we're paying so much attention to whose side or whose church is better and this or that when really we ought to be paying attention to what God is saying so that we can eat more of what he has for us. Spending more time with him, consecrating more of our life to him. That's the only way that we can get to the meatier things of God. We can get to the deeper levels of God. Like we have to take time. And I know, I know it's not always easy to take time for God, but I tell you what, it's worth it. So listen, I know this message has been a little bit rough to hear, but the truth of the matter is Jesus is coming back and the church needs to be ready. Yeah, that includes you. So like if you're not currently attending a church, pray about it. Ask God to make it clear. And what is his intent concerning you being connected with the local assembly? Because believe it or not, God still has plans for you. So hey, if you enjoyed this podcast, be sure to like, subscribe, or follow for any upcoming content. You can also also find this podcast on Apple Music, Spotify, Pandora, as well as on many other platforms. Hey, and as always, if you haven't given your life to Christ, now is always a great time. Go ahead, Romans 10 and 9. Confess out of your mouth that Jesus is Lord. Believe in your heart, then you shall be saved. And one last thing, Jesus loves you, and I do too. Be blessed.